I am so excited about this food. Yeah, we were scrambling to get everything set up as quick as possible so that we can um, begin consumption of the McRib. And filet of fish, since I'm not eating that this horrible, horrible thing. Wonderful this, confection. This is probably going to be nasty, too. We're kicking off this podcast with the McRib and filet of fish. This is my first time opening it on camera, on 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 air, on podcast. Whoa. I've actually never had a filet of fish either, ever. So <clears throat> I have, and they're they're actually pretty good, honestly. As far as when I, I feel like there's a pretty decent amount of uh, tartar sauce in here, actually. I'm pretty pleased with that. Nice. So just like everyone on the internet right now, we're eating a McRib as well. All right. We so we really wanted our <laughs> our pig snout sandwich, so <laughs> that's gross. Can you like open it and like look at what it they did they so they ripped you off with the amount of barbecue sauce. They did that's you in there. dirty on that one. On me? Yeah. Yeah. I knew. There's there's like hardly any there. See, mine's got way more. What yeah. the hell? I've got. You got three ripped pickles, off. Though. Congratulations. So I guess we'll hold this up to some cameras. Watch it, the shame. It's, it's stamped in the shape of like a like a rib rack. Yeah, I like to think Christ. it's injection molded, but uh, yeah, you know it's it's they they open yours. Is it the same shape? Oh yeah, of course it's the same shape. Look at that. I think your, yeah, yours is open the other way. Yours, yours is upside down. Okay. Oh yeah. My okay. The, See listen, the other side. You, God, I, can I can I just eat the thing? Yeah. There it is. Oh yeah. There the, the, the the pattern is on is on the bottom. <laughs> they can only. I thought it was on both sides. So everyone, the pattern, the tread pattern, the moon boot pattern is on one side only. <laughs> the moon boot. Oh my God. All right. So how about we um. How about we put this poison in our bodies now and review it? After waiting in line for so long. Why am I always stuck behind, like, the slow people? No matter what car I'm in, if I'm alone or with people. Okay, you know what? It does taste pretty good. <laughs> um, mm. The texture is kind of bugging me because you can tell it's, like, super it's fatty. Yeah, it mm. looks like um, ground meat. Well, that's what it is. It's ground. Uh, yeah the the day McDonald's pork. starts serving like 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 slabs of meat, like just a steak, something has gone wrong with our lives. Give you the onions and pickles. I haven't gotten an onion or pickle. Oh, I did eat pickle already. My filet fish is kind of disappointing, actually, in flavor. Oh yeah. So I'm putting French fries in it instead. So, so how much was this, McRib? Uh, nine something for the whole mealio dealio. Nine thirty six for the whole meal. So yeah, you can come to exp for medium. You can drop ten dollars on this. Seventy something extra cents, and you can totally get a large and die faster. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm. So we have an article up for. Uh, Just moving on. It's back. So the. Oh. That the McRib was back and how to get it for free. Apparently, McDonald's was giving away 10,000 of them. What? Yeah, so we missed out. Um, we had to pay for these like a sucker? Well, yeah. yeah. All you have to do is, wait, it says here, all you have to do is blow a manager. Well, I'd be willing to do that. Like, It's good for the manager. Um. Okay, so is there anything like actually says here's what the dealio is? So, 
Giving them away only if you shave because beards and McRib sauce don't mix. Post your clean shaven selfie on your public profile with hashtag shave for McRib sweepstakes and at McDonald's. First 10,000 could could get a free McRib through Uber Eats. Ends 12-2. Okay, so you have to use Uber Eats. You have to shave. And you probably have to have like a, you know, and probably have to be a dude. We're also like a week behind, so. Mm. These are good onions. Oh, that'd be great to see like the bearded lady. She's like, listen. Like, I know the beard is part of my circus routine, but I love the McRib so much, I'm willing to shave my beard. <laughs> I mean, could I have just posted a picture of my face without a beard? Because I don't have a beard ever, ever. anyway. And you just show yourself. I know, it didn't specify if it was like a before and after. Like, show yourself with a beard first, and then shave it. They just want a clean shaven selfie. I, I guess. Mm. That's and weird. yes, promotion's open to those who don't have a beard. Okay. To shave. Just take a selfie and post to Twitter with the tag. That's a weird marketing strategy to come up with. Like the board mem- room, the board members are coming together. They're like the marketing team is like, like all right, we- how are we going to sell McRib? What's our biggest complaint? Let's try, let's, let's, let's come from this angle. Like, uh, they keep complaining. Like, like the sauce gets in their beard. It's like, really? They don't think that sauce. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I've got it. It's such a weird thing. So it was. It was. People tying, are gonna shave their beards and post it on social media. It was it's tying the whole thing. It was tying into No Shave November, though. So that's you know, not what November is. It's Movember. No Shave November. Yeah, it's No Nut November. I know I was getting at that. Boom. Yeah, yeah. Boom. Well, I, I and okay, I failed. Let that. me let me at least try it. I don't really want to eat this though. <laughs> It's going to be like a Spongebob where Squidward tries the Krabby Patty. I think mine could use more barbecue sauce because the weird flavor of the McRib is a little overpowering for me. <laughs> Can you finish yours already? Yeah, I, I polished that off. I'm this a very distinct smell to the McDonald's French fries. When we got them in, in the car and we're driving here. Mm-hmm. It was very. Your car I just wanted to bring that up. Like it for a while, yeah. I just wanted to bring that up. Like, you can always tell when it's McDonald's because the French fry smell. They've got the most distinct French fry smell. Yeah, of it, any place that I've ever been to in my life. Any other place, you'd be like, <laughs> some potatoes were in here, but when you have McDonald's uh, French fries in your car, it's like, no, those are Mc- Mickey D's French fries. <clears throat> yeah, my my uh, determination is that I do not like the McRib. It was the first bite I've ever had of that. Particular and thing last. and it's gross. I might have it again. Also, this fillet, <laughs> this fillet of fish is disappointing. Well, yeah, you gotta get a quarter pound of it. I mean, I'm hungry. Like, so. mm, this is so gross. Oh, this is the grossest spot. This is great. Let's okay, all chew Ethan right Klein. into the microphone and really. This is like, what is this, man? <laughs> These onions are disgusting. Are you gonna, are you gonna finish that, man? I'm gonna finish it. Okay, it's disgusting, but you're gonna eat it. Are you? Are you? Um. Do you think um, it was even a real pig that they used, or was it like some? No, they totally used a real pig. Just the remnants of it. Was it like an alien? An, a- an a- Oh yes. <laughs> Maybe they used alien meat for this because apparently, uh, aliens in hiding until mankind is ready says an ex-Israel spacehead, and because. Because what is 2020 anymore, really? Why not? 
Let's add some aliens to this bitch. Let's, yeah, let's look. The year hasn't been weird enough. Let's let's throw a federation of aliens that apparently we know about at the government level, and they're waiting for us apparently to get space to know understand spaceships. But we have Star Wars, right? So apparently the space aliens <clears throat> have reached an agreement with the U.S. government to stay mum on the experiments they conduct on Earth as well as their secret base on Mars until mankind is ready to accept them, the former head of Israel's space program claimed in a new interview. Okay. The aliens have asked not to announce that they are here because humanity is not ready yet. Oh, God. Why? Why is this coming out now? What's the part with Trump? Apparently, Trump knows about it. Like, uh, it took me forever to. Well, it, it took me longer than I'd like for them to find one that didn't involve Trump prominently. I just wanted to have this be the thing. Like, <laughs> but thanks for bringing it up in in complete defiance of my wishes. I really the Jewish that. press speculating that Eshed, hey Meshed, who's the former? He's eighty-seven. He's trustworthy. Oh yeah, <clears throat> the former. Israel Spacehead may have gone to insanity and beyond. <laughs> nice. Goes on to unspool his tangled web, which claims the involvement of Trump and in interplanetary diplomacy. Oh, I don't care. Listen, uh, I've had enough of this crap anyway. So I. Trump was on the verge of revealing alien existence, but the aliens in the Galactic Federation are saying, wait. Let people calm down first. <laughs> I can imagine They Trump. don't want to start mass hysteria. They want to make us even, sane and understanding. Even the aliens realize, hey, look, it's been a rough year. Let's let's can we push it back a couple of months, guys? And Trump is there. He's like, okay, whatever you guys say, you know, I'm a man of diplomacy. <laughs> diplomacy. <laughs> I am the greatest man of diplomacy. I'm a man of diplomacy. The greatest diplomacy ever. He also says it in his speech. I was talking to the aliens. <laughs> They're not ready to reveal themselves yet. Like wait. Why didn't you just say that? Yeah, but no. This is like total reveal. (laughs) You said you weren't ready. When the time is right, I'll let everyone know. (laughs) I feel like uh, this is like Trump fan. Like QAnon is like Trump fanfic. Like QAnon is. uh, You think QAnon would be jumping all over this? Be like, oh yeah, totally. I think Trump has been talking to the aliens since like before any other president. He actually has the best rapport with aliens. I think at a certain point, even even QAnon's like, okay, no, this is a little weird. Okay, so but so this this has been our year now. It's like because okay, but this is funny. <clears throat> uh, past President Barack Obama recently refused in an interview with Stephen Colbert to confirm or deny the existence of extraterrestrial life based on top secret U.S. records. A move Colbert jokingly took as tacit confirmation. Uh, That's no. funny. Can't you so there no are or are not. Who knows? Why not? Yeah, again, you know, we're coming to the end. It's like, this is the grand finale of the year. Whatever. But there's some good news, you know, in 2020. Oh, let's hear the good news. Breakdancing or breaking is now an Olympic sport. I mean, I I guess, like, is synchronized swimming still one? Yes. Okay, then, yeah, like, you know what? Why not? I, I don't care. This is this is actually kind of cool because like you know they they need to add new sports to the ticket a younger audience so they can keep it up because h- how long can you have like the discus and the and the javelin throw and everyone be like no I'm into this yeah I know let's have this guy throw a stick it's like no you need someone that something that they watch on YouTube some people with like fingerless gloves and stuff and they're like they got they're all dressed up in the same tracksuit I mean you know we have we have ice skating and gymnastics that are all 
dance based in some way too so it's yeah it, it makes sense is someone gonna do a death drop at the olympics oh dude <laughs> someone's gonna walk and just go well oh. take a back bump back back bump and win the gold medal like, oh. and then they do like a replay of the like the death drop it's like yeah that was a that was a 10 out of 10, 10 death 10. drop uh, but you know right it's there. always like the german judges are always still like super harsh on them Oh, God. Okay. So, so they're also adding climbing, skateboarding, and surfing, yeah, which will debut in Tokyo next summer. Okay. I'm, you know, I'm about it. Yeah, that's fine. As long as it's not like for one year they had like power walking. I saw, and that was like, why, why are you even bothering? Like the way you lose is like if you like someone comes and gives you a card, like, up, oh, you, you did improper form. Impro like, no. One so, foot has to always be on the ground. I, I think so, yeah. Okay, so, uh, and there, but somebody else is a breakdancer, and I had no idea. Yeah. Vin Mother Effin Diesel. That's a. I had no idea. Breaking in the USA. With the left. He's doing leg. like a, a whole, like, little, um, like, routine. Kick out the is right he, and cross the left. Is he the Remove the left you. leg and replace further left. I mean, you you do know that Bring he's like right mixed race, right? Bring your right leg and your right like arm he, over. He, so, I then mean, what, did he lose the mix part or what? Right <laughs> no, he just doesn't go in the kick sun. Kick your left leg and dark. return. <clears throat> kick your I mean, right leg and If they were to film him today, leg. if they'd <laughs> recreate Move this video the leg with the same exact lighting and the same exact... What you think he'd Put like camera? Right leg he'd darken under several and bring hues. Your left arm over. Probably. Then your left he'd arm He'd have like under, tight curly hair too. Right arm over. No, he wouldn't have the curly hair though. And then he does the whole thing. This is the whole thing. Like I had no clue this was him. This was his life before. Like I mean, look. Like, you know. like, Just not as muscle bound. Yeah. yeah. Ends up putting on a lot of weight. Yeah, he's in this weird, like, gray area of a uh, of muscular, where it's like, he could be muscular, or he could just be, like, formerly muscular and just hasn't lost it all yet, you know? He's beefy. Now, this is, like, the 90th thing ever. Now there's, like, a lot of cooperation where he's, like, smacking knees around and stuff. Yeah, this is just a little walking I see. I follow a TikTok chick who's like way better than this. I've seen so many Dim Vin Diesel movies that just makes me think that his friend right there is gonna die. He has to avenge him. And this is like them hanging out back in. We used to hang out in Brooklyn. We were breaking all the time. We were the breakdance champions. Did you see? This friend almost kicked him in the nuts. I saw that. What's now? See. Wow, that is, this is like the most lame breakdancing I've ever seen in my life, quite honestly. This is, I mean, I think this was made just for, like, teaching people a little bit about it. I, I hope so. Because I, I think I saw it better breakdancing on Earth Girls Are Easy. Deep cut. Okay, I think we've seen enough of this. That was interesting. That's Some good nice, stuff. Maybe a, he'll be in the Olympics. Nice, <laughs> God Nice little uh, cultural artifact. All right, what's what's next? Well, speaking of of Disney stars, since you know uh, Vin Diesel is Groot. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Disney actually just yesterday for us bukkakeed 
a immense amount of content at us. Make sure that you bleep that out. I don't think that's a dirty <clears throat> word. Um, it is. <laughs> that, is yeah. not, that is not a dirty word. Well, they're calling it a galaxy of new series. So that's a, that's a more <clears throat> family-friendly way of saying it. Right. So they... It says they're premiering directly on Disney Plus, not just an armada of Star Wars and Marvel series, but 15 live action Pixar and animated series and 15 live action Pixar and animated movies. So Uh, do you think they know something about the lockdowns that we don't? What do you mean by (laughs) like they kind of know like the like we have a we have a a a, um, a a vaccine coming out. But they're still dumping it, like dumping out content, like we're going to be stuck in our homes for a while. Um, they <laughs> they released that there a hundred new titles. Yeah, like exactly, what? like a hundred new titles. That's the sort of content dump that you do if, like, you either like either they really need to keep them like the the subscriptions for Disney Plus going so that they can like keep the movie branch afloat, or I don't know what. Apparently, they're also doing a Lion King prequel. A pr- oh. You know, because I wondered where Mufasa came from. <laughs> I did. I did not. Um. What else? I guess. Listen. Usually, their sequels suck on average. So maybe they're trying a new direction where so they. If you ever wanted to know the origins of Porkins. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's this is the thing I didn't like. I, I I couldn't trust like how many titles there actually were because I kept seeing um like fake posters for like Porkins or uh, what was that? What, what was the Yabo or yeah. Uh, Frick, something Frick, the little guy from uh, yeah. Last Jedi. Yeah, they keep putting up like fake titles that look rather Bobo realistic. Frick. Yeah, Boba Frick, Babo, Babo Frick. Sorry, Babu or whatever. Bob, something Frick. I don't. But yeah, they but they like the the titles they showed are so easy to replicate in Photoshop that you can just put whatever. And uh, you know, I don't blame the internet for doing that because me neither. <laughs> that's the right reaction. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that I am the most excited about. Is that they're doing a series for Willow? Did oh, either yeah. of you see Willow? I Wait, did. I love that. It was this in the Star Wars universe. Willow is not in the Star Wars. No, universe. but it was one of George Lucas's like first yeah. films, and yeah. it was the one with Warwick Davis and, and it had um, uh, oh, yeah. God, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer, yeah, he, yeah. he played Batman. Uh, literally one of my favorite movies in the world, and like. It's incredible. It's, oh, it's great. It's it shows you the kind of world building that George Lucas is so good at. Yeah. And it's kind of I don't know, it kind of feels like the forest moon of Endor a little bit because it's so it's so green lush and, and yeah. lush. <clears throat> um so Yeah, that that was What's um, that look? What's that look on your face? It, 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 no, no, the camera the camera's off like you're not even on camera. Oh. Hey, you should be on camera. Actually, I got it. Here, when there's it? like a there's like a foot. Uh, At like least a, this this camera has me. Yeah. How about you do your job, Vic? There we go. I think that's good because now the child's not really in frame either. It's fine. Okay. See. Yeah. Now I'm. Uh, see. I I can't. Is the reach. Camera moving on its own. Why not? <laughs> so anyway. these are all the, these are real Star Wars shows. Yeah. These uh, are. Does was Lando gonna have the This is America guy? Uh. Uh, that'd be dope if it did you know i actually don't let's actually look back at this does this say um well we have hayden christensen returning for obi-wan kenobi yes with ewan mcgregor bt dubs 
awesome. Super stoked about that. I, I like the uh, the Bad Batch looks cool. I knew they were gonna have their own thing because they made like the front the the leader look way too much like Rambo for them to not do that. Um, Andor is a series coming out that has Diego Luna returning from his role in Rogue One, which I'm pretty stoked about. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Ryan Coogler is returning for Black Panther 2. Gosh. Nice. Uh, when are they going to make the crossover? They got to do the Marvel Star, Star Wars. Oh, God, no. Listen, I don't. No. we don't need one giant universe. We can, we can have the Marvel Universe and the Star Wars one. Yeah, I would... I would take <clears throat> X Men Marvel yeah, before before I would incorporate any of none of that fits with Star Wars. None of it. Now you have to find a way to get a galaxy far, far away to the X Men or whatever you know, or to the. <laughs> That's easy. Multiple universes. Multiverse. They just show up. I just, did it just now. I wrote it. Great. You wrote a crappy like you. Uh, you know what? I I feel like um. You guys say that now. Give it some time. Give 15, 20 years. They're gonna get bored. They're gonna be like, "Fuck, what do we, we need do? Money. We need money." They're like, uh, "Star Wars did, Marvel crossover." Did did Done. you did you know that Warner Media announced last week that it's going to release all seventeen of its 21, 2021 films, including Dune and Matrix Four, what? simultaneously on H on its streaming platform HBO Max and in theaters. I what. I we we are we are gonna have a lit time. Let me tell you, uh, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna have to dump my girlfriend and just say, listen. Well, I'm only doing media. Hopefully, hopefully, um, about the lockdown. Hopefully, it's they're just it's expecting <laughs> there to be more lockdown, and it just turns out you know the vaccine comes out. And <clears throat> well, we're not forced to stay home and watch all this content. I mean, content. I'm, but you like you, the vaccine isn't just gonna like. Snap your fingers. And I know, everything. I know. So, like, they are expecting us to still be home. It might be another so wait, six when, months to a year, but two years when, probably. Oh, when, when, okay, when is this all releasing? In stages. Okay, so yeah, they're they're planning it so that we just can't all watch it in one week because you know someone would watch this all in one week. Uh, FX is developing a series based on the Alien films. Oh, dude, I want to see that. If Ho- hopefully it's good, like. There are officially more bad alien movies than there are good ones, but you know. I thought that's I thought that's what Raised by Wolves was going to be, but it turns out it wasn't. But nah. that would have been dope if Raised by Wolves was in the Star uh, Alien universe. That would be cool. Okay, so uh, how go to, the, go to the images again. Go to the titles of the shows coming out. This is for sure. These ten. Yeah, those yeah, are for Star sure. Wars. These are the Andor, Star Wars ones. Whatever that is, Star Wars: A Droid Story. <laughs> Star Wars: Andor is the one that follows the dude from Rogue One. <clears throat> yeah, that one looks. Well, I don't pretty know good. what Andor is though. He's the guy. Andor's the guy. He's the he's the guy. Oh, a droid story. That seems like something I made up. Like someone was like, "Hey, Victor, quick, come up with some <laughs> title. <laughs> some, uh, a droid story. Yeah, um, um, Lando. Uh, uh, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Obi Wan Kenobi. You just start listing off characters. <laughs> uh, what's what's a thing from it? Uh, Rogue Squadron. Okay, make that a thing. Why not? Um, Hopefully, that's gonna be fun. The New Republicans. I don't even know what, the I don't know what Visions is even gonna be. Like what? Acolyte. So we got Andor, a droid story. I'm betting the Bad Batch. I'm betting Acolyte's gonna be on the dark side. <clears throat> Ashoka, Acolyte. Obi Wan Kenobi, Lando, Rangers of the New Republic, Star. Okay, now we're just reading Star Wars titles. Rogue Squadron. <laughs> we're just reading Star off. Wars Vision or whatever. Okay. Well, this is the audio thing too. They're not watching this. Well, they they can look for that, but 
So that's, yeah. Anyway. Really, just read off all of the new Star Wars shows coming out. <clears throat> Let me see. Mm-hmm. Vision. There's going to be a lot. Like, so many. <clears throat> Star Wars. Let's go back to this. Okay, so Visions is Star Wars anthology that will see some of the world's best anime creators bring their talent to, oh, to love the universe. Okay, so it's an anthology series. Uh, what about Acolyte? I'll, I'll look up Acolyte and see what that's about. While you pull up the next thing. Well, we're not ready for that yet. Okay. Are we ready yet? Well, I thought you were gonna pull up the thing. I mean, we could we could move on to our our two God damn it. film reviews. Is that all? We, okay, so that's all we got left. Yeah. Okay. So I thought I thought you wanted to like uh, nothing's coming up for Acolyte under IMDb. Pinocchio with Tom Hanks. With Tom, the nicest guy in Hollywood. Wait, Pinocchio, Tom Hanks. Um, the one that I'm excited about too, though, is Ryan the Last Dragon. Which we actually watched the trailer for a few weeks back. Oh yeah, that's gonna be pretty awesome. And they're they're doing the same sort of early access fee for that that they like they did for Mulan, like a thirty dollar fee on top of which I waited. Like I literally just today watched Mulan. So are they gonna make a Woody versus Pinocchio? That would be a pretty good fight. Oh, God. Well, I think uh, two Pinocchio, like gangly dudes oh, coming yeah. up to each other and trying to fight each other. I think Pinocchio would have a bit of a weight advantage. <laughs> he is a little larger. Yeah, and, yeah. and so a weight and reach advantage. But Woody, he's uh, he's he's really sly. He's had a lot of practice hiding. Wait, so Kathleen Kennedy is the president of Lucasfilm. Isn't she one of the directors of Mandalorian too? Maybe I don't know. I feel like Disney is now the real life version of the Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny song. Oh yeah. They're just gonna bring everyone. It's just like everything, and like this giant <laughs> ultimate oh, showdown. It's the ultimate showdown of ultimate, ultimate destiny. destiny. Okay, how about we move on to our movie? And we're now singing songs that have nothing to do with this. <laughs> well, it's pretty similar. A, li- a little bit, yes. But so the first uh, thing we're gonna talk about is "Jingle All the Way," and here's the trailer for that. You can already tell like what time frame this came in by the film quality. Every oh, the 90s. season, there's one toy. Like Everyone this voice, but the, uh, the audio is kind of sucky. I want the Turbo Man action figure with the arms and legs that move, and the Rocket Roller Jetpack, and the Boomerang Shooter. Wow, that is they show a lot from the very end there. Whoever doesn't can be this a real loser. This film didn't age well, right? because like this father's I think the, the era the of the hot toy oh, yeah. is pretty much gone. No. Yeah, everyone wants just the phone or the game. Yeah, especially on Christmas. Not like it's something that. Um, but that's that's still relevant with yeah. people. Black Friday. Black Friday, Black Friday yeah. rushing through stores. They're all gone. They're all gone. They all laugh. They all have to stop for a second to laugh at him. They were willing to murder somebody for a toy earlier, but now they have to all have time to stop and yell at or laugh at a dude. Well, they were so serious that they needed a little laugh. And every man for himself. But what were they all doing there? They were just just doing regular Black Friday stuff. They weren't expecting Turbo Man. Oh, Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's Christmas Eve. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, you can never do too much to make a child's Christmas magical. Hey, buddy. How can Phil Hartman, like, he's so, like, likable, but he's also, he can, he can come off as so asshole. Did you just take a cat Christmas? out the window? Uh, he, yeah, like, I think a nativity scene head shot. out the window. Oh. That was taken this morning. And from the director of the Flintstones. <laughs> like a hostage. Oh, no, no, no. 
Well, shows, this trailer's really showing you a lot. Like, again, like, this is how you know a movie's kind of weak is if they show you freaking everything. So they wanted Ninja Santa, and then they had, like, Big Giant Santa. Oh. Then they had a, a post, postal worker with a bomb. Yep, joke. And Big Show. And, uh, well, what did what did he used to go by? The giant. The giant, yeah. That's like, oh yeah, I think that they said like, um, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger has punched like two camels, one reindeer, and a couple of dogs. Yeah, he's punched a lot of animals and films. Like, yeah, his, his, the local uh, fauna is not his friend. Okay, so what's this? So the, the I pulled this off of I think Buzzfeed. In Jingle All the Way, the whole premise of the movie was actually inspired by the Cabbage Patch Kids craze from Christmas of 1983 when parents were literally fighting at stores to get their children these dolls. In 1983, parents were camping out at stores to make sure they got their children Cabbage Patch Kids for Christmas. When doors opened to stores, adults would get into physical fights over the dolls, and some people were even trampled on, resulting in broken bones. Nice Christmas. I love it. Ah, it's exciting. So yeah, um, and this this movie does carry a lot of violence. Like uh, like uh, the the um, was the Ryan George guy um, who does um, pitch meetings. Mm-hmm. He he was right during that pitch meeting where every scene pretty much ends in violence. <laughs> like it is like the star wipe they use, where it's like how how do I end this scene? I don't know. Have Arnold Schwarzenegger punch a dude? Okay. <laughs> Everything ends in violence. Yeah. I guess. If, uh, I mean, was anyone really ultimately good at no, all in this? Uh, I cannot think of a single redeeming character. Like the the wife well, is a nagging harpy. He is a bad father. Uh, what Sinbad is, I, I want to say, like has some sort of emotional issue. Kind of like a sociopath, dude. Yeah. Phil Hartman. As much as I love the man, he's sitting there like banging his way through every wife in the neighborhood, and they're and they're they're game for it too. They're like leaning over. It's like. I, I need help with my, with my with my uh, with my shed. It's like I think I have the right tool for the job. Yeah, and he doesn't want to. Yeah, there's a scene where he's uh, watching the karate tournament. Yep. For Arnold Schwarzenegger's son, because mm-hmm. you know Arnold couldn't make it because you know he got pulled over by the cops because he's I guess he's a bad father or whatever. Yeah. And, and all a bad the driver. all the neighborhood women are like coming on to him, but right. he like shows no interest. That, and any of these neighborhood women. Yeah, that's the, that is previous conquests. You don't go backwards. You go forward to Arnold Schwarzenegger's he wife. He just wants to bang all the, the moms in the neighborhood. That's he's, why he's always he's, going to like PTA meetings and karate tournaments. Oh, yeah. He's stuff. got a list. He's checking it twice. Yeah. Checking off. And he's finding out which of the housewives are naughty or nice. Bam. Christmas time. Yeah. Imagine he actually has sex with Arnold's wife, and he's like, <laughs> played like, played by the beautiful Rita Wilson. Oh yes, like and she's he's like, incredible. He's like, all right, you were naughty. I'm checking you off my. I'm checking uh, you off the list. She's yeah. like, what? It's like, yeah, you're uh, you're you're way too freaky for me. No, he's like, you cheated on your husband. Yeah, this is infidelity. I yeah, I can't. Uh, I'm gonna tell him now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're a horrible person. She's yeah. like, what? I thought this was like, no, this, this was me. This was a test. <laughs> I was seducing you. This is the best test. I, like, <laughs> you tested me four times, once in the bathroom. Yeah. I have to make sure that you. Yeah, listen. Four times. It might. It might not have taken. Like, I have to be sure. <laughs> so anyway. Oh god. So um, you're a bad person. Yeah. So th- this is basically like um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad try to buy a thing, the movie. 
Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Sinbad, he's, uh, he, there's a scene where he chokes a woman. <laughs> just, he's just like, you're getting really upset. He just reaches over, cr- finds a woman. And, <laughs> and then like, you know, uh, what happens? Like the doors open and like it, the, the attention changes to something else and everyone just kind of forgets about it. Yeah, Even was, the woman that was being choked, she's like, oh, anyway, well, what is that person that saying? That felony assault is not registering, I guess. Okay. <laughs> uh, he bombs police officers. Yeah, he's like, ah. he's a postal worker who has a brings a bomb, bomb to a bunch of police officers. Yep. And well, in his, up. in his defense, I mean, I can't really say in his defense because he was using like a box that, you know, he's like, it could have a bomb in it. You know? Because, you know, people are shipping bombs in the the, post. And he, like, the first one that he does that trick with doesn't have one. But then then he pulls out another one and it, like, actually ends up being a freaking bomb. Luckily, it was one of those cartoon ones that just makes, you know, you, um, yeah, you just, you just, yeah, your your skin just gets. Gets, so it's, gets sooty and your your hair kind of really they'd be picking them off the walls. That's how you know it's like a uh, like a cartoon. Yeah, a cartoony universe. Kind of, yeah, <laughs> bombs uh, bombs uh, have the same effect in this universe as they would in like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah, and this, it was just it was just an Acme bomb. Yeah, that was at the radio station where like uh, to get to that point, Arnold Schwarzenegger choked Simbad, I think, with a telephone cord. Yeah, they got into a couple fights and then kicked in the door to the. Th- to, to the radio station. Yeah, Sinbad would rather have none of them. Yeah, there's a scene where, like, it was the radio came on. It's like, hey, if you could answer this question, we'll give you a free Turbo Man or something or like that. And then, yeah. like, Arnold's was like, oh, I know it. I know it. And then he, like, he called a calling the radio station on the phone. He's like, and he was, as he was about to give the answer, he pulled the he ripped the receiver cable. out. No, he gave the answer, but before he could respond, that's when Sinbad pulled yeah. the Yeah, like, th- that's like, mutually assured destruction yeah, like yeah. he's like if i if if i can't have it then he can't have it yeah what i would have done was like i'd have been like hey let him get it and then like hold it and then i can just steal it from yeah, him yeah you should be see this is, you're getting into the christmas spirit <laughs> congratulations <laughs> instead of being like none of us could have it i'm like all right i'll let him think he's one <laughs> And then as he's like walking to his car, I'll get like a crowbar and jump him from behind. <laughs> You're hit, break his kneecap. <laughs> More violent. Yeah. And this is the, and Sinbad is the man who literally maced uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in the face for one of oh, those yeah. balls. Like I, mm-hmm. I, for a raffle ball. It's like, this is like full, this is a movie chocked full of felonies. Yeah. Um, and so the, the kind of the climax is they go to the, some parade that, and this is a real te- tell for the time too, is like, a kid wants to go see a parade, a Christmas parade. I know. Uh, <laughs> because Turbo Man's Turbo going, to be, going to be there. And um, I feel like, okay, so our, our new version of Turbo Man is like kind of Marvel Universe. Yep. I don't so know like if they would, I don't know if kids would want to go to a parade to see. No, you'd say like, no, let me just watch Captain the movie. America. Yeah, so. Captain America or Iron Man. Yeah, just say, go see the movie again. I don't know. I feel like there's so many action figures that there wasn't like one action figure that nah. would be like the hot toy. <laughs> no, there would not be, no. And, you know, you can just order it. I don't know. The internet is a thing, so you can get your hands on pretty much anything. Amazon. So apparently they have jetpack technology. Not just like a jetpack like you see like at like exhibitions. Like like something you'd see Iron Man using with like pop out like controls and little wings that pop out. Yeah, like um, he walks in and they think he's like the stuntman. Oh, he's running from a cop. Yeah. (laughs) Who are the bad guys? Surprise, surprise. Cops are bad guys in every Christmas movie, apparently. The same cop that he's run into like four or five other times in yeah. the movie. Yeah. So, uh, and it's for some reason this is shot weird. It's like the one scene in the movie that's first person. Yeah. Where it's like he's like, "Where am I?" And you're like seeing it out of Arnold Schwarzenegger's eyes, and it's some like 
you know, like young kind of nineties dude comes and is like, Hey man, like it's, <laughs> it's like such overacting. He's like the last guy died. No, no, he, he's, oh. he's the he's, last guy was injured, but he's showing brain activities. So that's good. good thing you're here. So here's the jet pack. Here's how it works. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, you're off to go. And he's like, you know, <laughs> and then he like closes the shoot. He's like, good luck out there. <laughs> And apparently, yeah, they so they have a jetpack technology for parade floats. World changing technology. Seriously, it's like oh, in this universe, um, it's Acme bombs and also jetpacks are a thing. Yeah, only but not for like you know everyday travel, military, military for um, parade shows. The sort of thing that Falcon (laughs) uses in Marvel, that sort of thing. Like um, basically, you could the prop costume in this was so great that it could be you can actually be a real superhero. Literally. you can shoot <laughs> like, like Sim- discs out of your hands yeah, or and something. Sim- Simbad like f- somehow also steals like the bad guy's costume. Yeah. And there's a launching fist that actually like hurts people. And the <laughs> people know. that are supposed to be a fake fighting um, Arnold Schwarzenegger literally kick the crap out of him. Yeah. Like, oh, how did yeah. You, like what? What? That's the. Who, who choreographed this? That's the part that kind of like, I mean, lots of parts didn't make sense in this movie. <laughs> but that's the part that really grabbed me because I was like. You know, like, um, cause I've worked in kind of fake fighting. Yeah. So I feel like they would all talk about this. And yeah, there would have been like a pre-show meeting. Yeah. They would have been like, all right, we're going to jump you and stuff, but we're not going to like go like super we're hard. We're going to kick know? you in the nuts. As but these guys are like, we're going to go, we're going to go blast hard on you, dude. Yeah. This You're going to have to fucking man. fight back. Cause this we're is, not going to, this is real. This is Those turbo fans man. out there, they're expecting us to go hard on you. Yeah. And if we pull our punches. We're gonna look weak. The, the fans are gonna. Maybe they are wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. We're not supposed to look weak. So I'm gonna. So maybe Arnold didn't know that. Like, I, I, I maybe asked. he didn't know that they were gonna go that hard. I don't know. It was. It was insane to watch because they get into this fight and like Sinbad's chasing the kid. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. He, he has like the the special edition Turbo Man pops up. It's like he picks the kids. Like, you got me. It's like, huh. Jamie! As he Does says it? it like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like there's no one else in like Minnesota where this takes place that has that freaking voice. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yes, he should have man. He should have been like dad. Yeah. He but now he's like, Turbo Man. Wow. It's like, he knows my name. Jamie, get over here. And then, then Sinbad <laughs> comes out to fight like hardcore and starts chasing a child around. Yeah, and then like um, someone tries to get the cops' attention. It's like the cops somehow know that it's part of the show. They're like, "Oh, this is just part of the show." You think the show goes up onto the roof of that building and where they're now hanging precariously (laughs) from a uh, like a a Christmas tree like decoration that's like starting to tilt over. It's like, oh yeah, it's gonna be great. No, no, they're gonna clean them. They're gonna clean that kid off the concrete with like a squeegee. So then the real jetpack technology is used in this. <laughs> With like, it, it has like 20 minutes of flight time. He's getting up to 10,000 feet. Yeah, he's flying around the city like, like a real, like actual superhero. <laughs> he's, he's worked it out. It's like, it's like him in, um, in True Lies where he just knows how to fly this Harrier jump jet like that again. Yeah. <laughs> and it does have like kind of like hovering capabilities yeah, too. There. I got you, Jamie. <laughs> it's, it's not, it is, it's like the Harrier jet scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically it's the just, same thing. Yeah. The, the true lies guy, he saw that. It's like, no, we need to recreate this. Not only can this like jetpack like fly around at like, you know, like cruising speed, but yeah. it could also like do hovering maneuvers and stuff. Yeah. And, and you just need a little talking to and you and you can do it. <laughs> and so at the end, he's like, like uh, Phil Hartman's been hit because he tried to molest, uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife. So that's nice. Um, and Sinbad is getting led away in handcuffs. 
Because, look, let's be honest, he, he tried to kidnap and assault a child in broad daylight in yep. front of a legion of cops. Yeah. He is going to prison for years. Yep. And the kid's like, give this to your son. It's like, no, no, that's, that is never getting to your that's, kid. That's being <laughs> confiscated. That's, yeah. This is evidence. Yeah, this is. Also, your father's going to prison, too, because he is not qualified to operate that. <laughs> Possibly, you know. Yeah, yeah, most likely. Like we have like multiple cops who have seen him commit many felonies, and he was actually avoiding like police confrontation. He was avoiding <laughs> arrests several times. Yeah, like, he has resisted arrest. He's like assaulted people. <laughs> he's like he like kind of impersonated got an undercover he cop. <laughs> it's like oh wow, is that Austri- Austrian cop with the weird accent we all know about? So yeah, they're they're both getting arrested, and that's pretty much how. <laughs> That's, uh, that story ends. Okay, here's my favorite lines um, from okay. this movie. This one is a uh, first, second favorite one is, I'm not a pivot! <laughs> oh, yeah, because he was like chasing the ball, <laughs> and he's grabbing a child by the face. Just, oh, give me the ball, you again. And then my other one is like, you put those cookies down! Oh, yes. Phil Hartman's sitting there, like, like making cookies. Like, he's like the whole time, like getting more and more involved in his life, like fulfilling the roles that he should be filling. Oh, and another good one. This ball is mine. Yeah, two balls. Not that ball is mine, but this ball is mine. Yeah, he really was committed to that ball. Like he knew that was a, that was a winner. I, I like at the very end, um, like this was like one of the fir- earliest times that you see a, pr- a post-credit um oh i didn't scene. even know that there was a post-credit scene we just left Jingle it rolling we were just sitting there i was we, expecting i was like oh post-credit like nick fury is about to walk yeah. in no, it's just him doing the thing with the oh and we oh, also christmas happened just so you know so uh, okay it's like i need to tell you about the avengers initiative it's like, it's like you were willing to maim and murder your fellow man for a doll i'm surprised that he wasn't in the adventures <laughs> turbo man okay so here we we're at like 42 okay, minutes. Okay, yeah, you, we got to Let's go on. No, wait, do you want to talk? I mean, look, that's a decent amount of time. Do you want to talk about a movie or do you want to save it for next uh, week? No, let's just talk about it. It doesn't have to be very long. Uh, it's die. Okay, fine. It's Die Hard. We'll, we'll do it again next year, too, and we'll have it longer. <laughs> so we die also watched hard. Die Hard, another uh, uh, the best Christmas movie there is. I don't remember that scene. I do. See what uh, casual smoking. Okay. New York so much John smoking McLean in this movie. Has come oh to see and the hero's doing it, yeah. Instead, he's going to have to save her. Ah. Within this skyscraper high above the city, 12 That's terrorists the voice have right declared there. war. To be to in a word. Yeah. They're as brilliant because I am where it doesn't snow on Christmas. As they are ruthless. But I'm telling you, you just kind of gave away the the not terrorist thing. We do it the hard way. Now, the last thing McLean wants. McLean? Is to be a hero. John McLean. But he doesn't have a choice. What does he think he's doing? He could be on Ninja Warrior, dude. That's yeah. one of the hardest right. landings to do in Ninja Warrior. Oh, yeah. And he gets it. <laughs> They're making fun of, um, what is it called? Bureaucracy. Oh, yeah. No, uh, See, they're edging up on giving away too much. 
against us. This was his first action. Uh, he wasn't an action oh, hero yeah. before this. No, he wasn't. He was a comedic actor. Yeah, this is his first action role. And he, he pulls it off so well. You know, it's funny. There's a universe where um, Arnold Schwarzenegger is John McClane. Oh. And Bruce Willis is Harold. <laughs> or whatever his name was. <laughs> Jingle all the way. Oh, wait. They slipped in some nudity into the trailer. That was the scene with the with the with the work inappropriate inappropriate um. Oh, oh, yeah. huh. Now that would be labeled problematic. Only John can drive somebody that crazy. I don't know. It might be empowering actually. I don't know about today. Guy could, uh, it might be like as, as a dude has a nude poster in his workplace, he hangs it someplace. Today is that would surprising. that would qualify under sexual harassment. Yeah. Yeah, I empowered this model. Christmas party by mistake. And I empowered you to see her boobs. He just he just confirmed that's a Christmas film in that trailer at the end. Right? He yeah. Did. It's like look, they're yeah. they're they're constantly singing Christmas songs and they're going to a Christmas party. They're I have no idea what more you need. Well let's let's not let's not hash out the Christmas or not Christmas. Because we don't debate. need to. It's just too much. Why? So why? We have, we have, are we you have, a, are you we a have closet? points to hit. No, you are I, a closet. Die Hard is a Christmas movie denier. No, I accept <laughs> that this, I accept that it's based in Christmas. The setting is Christmas. It's basically a Christmas movie. That, wait, that, mm, he said basically it is a Christmas movie. <laughs> Without literally being about Christmas, it is a Christmas movie. Okay, the villain literally says, it's like, it's Christmas, it's the time of miracles. Like, it is about Christmas in the most fundamental ways. <laughs> what Christmas uh, theme does the plot have, though? It is better to give than receive. And John McClane <laughs> gives death and justice. Um. So... Yeah, John McClane, who's a terrible father, didn't move to California with his wife and yeah. kids, comes to California to see his wife and kids at Christmas time. Still a better father than the Jingle All the Way dad, though. Yeah, way better. Uh, I, I mean, his like the reason for not being with his family is that he's literally a like a New York beat cop. So I guess. He, well, he he doesn't he, he didn't know if like his wife was gonna like succeed or not, and it was a whole thing. But that's not the important part. But I mean, she took the kids. The she did take thing. the kids. And really, that see, that's more of a stain on her. She took the kids away from John McClain. Anyway. John McCain? I mean, McClain. Huh. Don't, don't go there. So, <laughs> I mean, let me just start with my biggest issue with this movie. Too good. Was Alan Rickman is supposed to be playing a German but yeah, his obviously. German accent, like they didn't spend enough time on his accent to make sure that he actually sounded German at all right. times. And, and then his brother later on has the same problem where he's, you can get, you can pretty tell, pretty tell that guy's an Englishman. Yeah. Um, uh, so, and then he, he literally has a better American accent. Than yeah, his American accent oh, is Oh my better. God, you're one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you're one of them. That's a good oh, I love, I love it. Alan Rickman though in this, and then Hans Gruber. He's like such this like put together, like slick dude. And uh, at no point does he come off as like, except for the time where he's acting, he's never like some weak dude. He has like he's driven. He's actually pretty brave and smart. And so he's, he has none of those weird weaknesses, or none of the classic weaknesses of villains where they're like actually a coward underneath it all. Hmm. Well, his his weakness is that he has minions who 
should go back to their their modeling, their modeling roles they did, instead. They did choose that specifically, yeah, because they they said like, no, no, we don't want like buff beefy dudes. We want handsome male models. <laughs> they pick male models, and that's why it, that kind of comes through in some of the acting when they're like saying like, oh, how's that? It's like, yeah, I see him. You remember that where they had the the, the launcher? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like these guys were not actors. They We're just had to act tough. Between speaking German and speaking English. Yeah, it was it was great. I, that was yeah, that was an interesting scene. And you know, I, I love the the way they get him out of his shoes. Like the, I don't know why they have to have this this whole history where like some guy in the plane tells him, Okay, once you're off the plane and an hour later after once you're like sitting at home, walk around making balls or fists with your toes. And like, <laughs> well, no, no, I need a solution now when I'm on the plane and nervous. Well, I guess Next time you're on the plane, you'll just be thinking about taking your shoes off. Yeah, but that, that again, but that, that would have been better for the guy who was flying next to him to say that at the beginning of the flight. Well, I, did I, you know that there's apparently like this whole theory about when you when you fly, when you land in your new destination, you should actually go stand in like the soil or the grass with your bare feet because it I remember hearing like reconnects you. I don't know how tr- how real this is, but it like reconnects you with the magnetic field of the Earth because you're in a different location, and it that. should help you with jet lag and any kind of travel related disorientation. Okay, this is the Transmit Podcast gives medical advice now. No, I'm kidding. I, I mean, I've never tried it. I've never had <laughs> that issue. But I'm, I'm kidding. Honestly, I've been I've I've been asked to give medical advice in some weird places, so don't worry about it. I, I was I was a GameStop employee. And someone asked me about like their kids, like cold sores. Like, how do you know when it's coming? It's like, well, it starts to hurt. This kid's not going to be able to like tell you. I think I have a cold sore coming in. Huh. So like, it was it was weird. So I, I said some. I can't back this up anymore. I said it was kind of like Adult Home Alone. It, like I can get of, the feeling instead of being like Kevin McAllister, it's John McClane. And this one is it's it really if the theme well, like I think like the like the setup is similar and also like. It's way less scary because this is an adult man who is a cop and not a child who suddenly becomes like the hunter of men. Well, yeah, like um, it's Christmas. He's pretty much alone in this building. Mm-hmm. I mean, by himself. He's the only one that's free. He's not a hostage. Yeah, building alone. Um, people are trying to rob him. I guess rob the building, right, yeah. in a way. And he's like kind of has to, you know, uh, set up traps to try to like stop the bad guys. But he doesn't really set up traps as that much as he just shoots them. <laughs> the trap is a bullet. <laughs> he just gets guns and he he lures them to him. Yeah, kind of. Or, he, he'll or lure, does he seek them? Or does he up. find them? And he sometimes he finds them. It's a combination. It's a combination. I do. I did like uh, the one of the things I found. Uh, I realized this time going through. He's running up the stairs, and he, and then I heard him like say, "It's like okay, floor thirty-seven construction, floor thirty-eight uh, computers." And I'm like, oh, I did, I never picked up on that when I was younger watching that. That he's like mapping out the building as he goes. And there are some pretty gruesome deaths. They're like the, the guy that gets shot in like the kneecaps. Oh, and yeah. And then he like pla- face plants into the mirror I love, <laughs> or the glass. I love that because he's sitting there like shooting like uh, through the table with the MP5. And he's like, next time you have a chance to shoot someone, don't hesitate. Yeah. Like, then he just yeah, shoots up through the thing. He's like, thanks for the advice. <laughs> yeah. But do you remember that part where the guy's like running? He, like, oh, he yeah. Trips? He dies. And I think that guy actually really hurt himself. And then he face plants into the glass and he like breaks. He need, his he, head goes through yeah, the Yeah. He needed a lot of stitches, as I recall. That's like a really bad death right there. That's and then bad. there's the other one where he's like fighting the one of the German dudes. I'm not sure which. They all kind of look the same. Yeah. They all kind of blend together. You to racist. <laughs> 
And I think it's the main one, right? It's the main one. We're talking about the blonde guy? The main blonde. Yeah. The guy who hangs him? He gets the style. Oh, yeah. But then later he comes back. The hanging didn't kill him, huh? The hanging did not kill him. And like this, I I like the uh, the the subplot with um I forget the guy's real name, but it, it's it's um uh, the, I forget his real name. It's uh, Carl Winslow. Carl from Winslow. Like, matters. It's like we'll put a, we're gonna put a picture of Carl Winslow up. Yeah, and not even from Die Hard. From Family Matters. F- future Vic, do it. <laughs> um, I'll just pull it up right now. I like that. Like the way they like. Listen, I know you disagree, Sam, but the way they kind of frame it is like, um, like why why aren't you a uh, like a hot shot cop anymore? It's like it's like why are you working a desk? And um, he's like, I shot a kid, and it really makes it feel like the the sad part about this is like shooting a, ki- a kid made a uh, what's his name Reginald Val Johnson, I think. Um, it made him uh, less of a cop, and at the end, after like they blow up the roof of the building, uh, where the German guy was hung by a chain, mm-hmm. and then he works his way down. He's got like the Steyr og, and he and this this still like surprises me every time, where it's like, oh god, he's popping out, and then Carl Winslow like shoots him. Yeah, and there's such triumphant music at the fact that Carl Winslow once again can kill kill people. Yeah, well, he talking to John McClane helped oh. him realize that he uh, needs to shoot can shoot. kill people. He can kill, and uh, in front of lots of people too. Well, realistically, that see that was a, that was a clean shoot. To be honest, like in front of people that that guy was whipping out the gun to try and murder a man. Yeah, I guess that's that, that true. Is a, that is a clean, it's, it's not like he just found another kid with a squirt gun and just shot him like just with a, the handgun sideways. But yeah, um, I guess he was kind of the hero. Yeah. Uh, I, is, I is that a picture of him pointing a gun at us? Yes, I hope so. Nothing matters, Carl Winslow. Where? <laughs> Nothing matters, Carl. Okay, I, mean, I, I got to find out. Um, to the right. Let's see. Um... um are there fan theories that Family Matters and Die Hard is in the same universe? <laughs> uh, it is. It's Reginald Val Johnson. That's a great name. Yeah, Reginald Val Johnson. That is a phenomenal name. Um, what was it? Uh, oh, I like how like all the authority figures keep making things worse. Hmm. Like every like the 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 first cop shows up and he's like he oh, yeah, yeah. Show, and he's good. But then like the the chief shows up and he like makes everything worse. The feds show up and they play right into Alan Rickman's hands. Somehow this one uh, New York, wherever wherever he's from, beat cop is way more competent than like the FBI, yeah. the CIA or whatever. Well, whatever. those are West Coast based but yeah, they're guys. Weak, they're weaker out here. You know? <laughs> yeah, they don't know what they're doing. They have no fun. They, they, they're going to get, yeah, they're, they're, the feds are going to get like gunships apparently and then just mow down the terrorist with, with like what, a 30% hostage loss that they're cool with. I liked the limo driver in this. He was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, he was great. Listening to like um, kind of standard 80s hip hop. And then he ends soundtrack. up like, he ends up actually like killing someone himself too. Oh, he, oh, he, he punches just, he, the program. Yeah, he knocks out the geek. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> With a weak punch. I, I like to think that that punch I, That was him. terrible. That's how he died. You never see him after that. Yeah, you never see him. He's just dead. Yeah. It was kind of, he was kind of just like this. <laughs> and then the, then the other guy was like, oh. <laughs> so yeah, okay, he got knocked out, but what we didn't see is uh, off camera, uh, that limo driver murdered him with a knife. Oh, snap. Yeah, they, yeah, he went he was like, "Yeah." It turned into saw. it turned into saw. He was like this and he's like, "Yeah." And then he's like pulled out his knife <laughs> and then went back around the other side. Went, no. No. <laughs> they they found a grisly murder scene in the basement there. That's what they don't cover. Uh, another one of my favorite bits is um the 
the douchey, the douche with a beard attached to him, or no, no, a beard with a douche attached to him. Oh, yeah, the guy that's the your typical out. '80s Coke guy. Yeah, coked out business dude. Like, eh, eh, I'm doing stuff. Ellis, I think his name was Ellis. <laughs> Ellis. Yeah, he's sitting there like, like I was making a call. I wasn't doing coke on my boss's desk. Yeah, that was yeah. that was. Uh. You can see him like he gets coked up to try and talk to Hans. And it's like, like I handle million dollar deals for breakfast. I can handle this euro trash. He ends up getting shot in the head. <laughs> yeah, it was you know. I wasn't mad about that. Me, me neither. That was that was one of those guys you really like to see die. It, but, it, it was like, oh, oh, we let's not talk about um uh, Mando. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll we won't talk about Mando here. We'll talk about the next show. Next show. I was gonna say um, but are there fan theories? Well, maybe uh, Carl is like the secret identity, like the witness protection. Maybe they go to witness protection or something and he had to be a different character, a different name. Oh yeah, he, he busted the mob. But where, where, where was he? Had, where was he had, well, he had, a, he had to hide from, from, um... Hans? No. What's the, on Family Matters, he had to hide from Steve Urkel. So, oh yeah. So he, he transferred to L.A. There we, there we I go. I was thinking that this Chicago, happened. Bef- yeah. I was thinking this happened before. Oh. Okay. So. Family oh. So matters. yeah. Oh. So yeah. He um. He hid from uh, Hans Gruber's brother, who was a. <laughs> who was a is he's like a spy pretending to be like Germans or so I forget they they have some spy craft going on there. And they have to go build a new life. That was like the the Breaking Bad and Malcolm in the Middle, fan theory. Yep. No. I. I what I last. Okay. Last thing I think I want to mention. Uh, that scene where they drop Alan Rickman off the off the building. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, what they did, like to get that really good reaction, is they said, "Okay, we're gonna count to three, then drop you." But then they only counted to one. Yeah. So they were like, like one. one. <laughs> and he's like, Ugh. that's how they got that really realistic reaction of, "Oh, I'm falling." That was a good, like, it's Alan Rickman. He's a good actor, oh, but so good. this person was like, you know what? He's we good. We can make him I better. I trust. I trust that he'll give us a good face. But you know what? I've got one better than Alan Rickman. Yeah. Well, I mean, real he, reaction, real, real fear. Well, well, you see in this a lot. Like you can see sometimes, like actors may put in a bad performance, and sometimes that's due to their choices, and sometimes they get weird direction from a director because uh-huh. there's a lot of moving parts in a movie. So yeah, you. Uh, I think you know there's there's more than just the actor when you see someone give a bad performance sometimes. So you, you always got to keep that in mind because yeah. the director might have said, "Okay, um, act like your puppy got kicked." It's like, aren't I supposed to be happy in this scene? Do it. <laughs> yeah. So that's, yeah, that's part of it. But I think that you can see that in his face. It's a really good scene. You can see he's like, he didn't expect it. He did not. Like maybe the, like the real Hans Gruber didn't expect that. Like he was going to die like he was that. Die like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, yeah, I like that. He, he was about to just start shooting them too. He, he knew he was going to die, I guess. Cause he's like pointing the gun at him in slow motion. Yeah. And then, then, then they, I guess the watch was the thing. Yeah, I think so. I only saw this movie uh, twice. Yeah, listen, I've I haven't seen this movie in the like first time was last year, and the second time was this year. I, I usually try to watch it like um, twice a quarter. So yeah, I just I kind of spaced it because I had to watch Jingle but all the way. It was this is Christmas time, and it was most special during this time of year. Oh yeah, it's so good because this is a Christmas movie. All right, so I think you know what <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think we're uh, gonna wrap things up. Yes, we are. Wrap it up like she's got, you know, like like wrapping. Like she's got uh, wrap wrap her up like a clements. Okay, uh, you mean like you've got it, so you're I, protecting yeah. her from you. Well, she might have it too. You don't know. I guess so. This is um, sexist, male centric. Um, yeah. Uh, hey. Saying, 
personality. That's How about you out just just right just stop? Just stop. That's enough. Listen, of this. I think during, I think during this Christmas time we can. <laughs> the second it's the second night of Hanukkah, so uh, you know. Second night of Hanukkah. Yeah, you've been busting out the dreidels. It's been fun. Um, no, yes. Yeah, so look, during I think what we can tell during this Christmas time, women are pots of disease, according to Victor. Um, it's the second night of Hanukkah, <laughs> and that's a good time. Yeah, I think I can quote you on that. I think you said uh, women are a danger to your to your junk, right? That's what you said. I was just trying to. Just trying to. It, be it cool. wasn't. It wasn't working. All right, you're trying to be cool by talking. Because you're about talking wrapping it, wrapping <laughs> it up, and I was like, <laughs> No, this has turned out great. I actually do like this. Thank you very much for that. This is terrible. I love giving you a little little shit there. This All right. So bad. that being said, thanks for listening to another Christmas episode of the Transmit Podcast. I'm Victor. I'm Samantha. And I'm Spike. See you next time.